Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Rorden Gamzik. This baby, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking unethical. <laughs> it's raw. And it's like crying still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Boys, boar boys, boar boar, you're really washed out now with that bright light. Uh, here, coming in hot with something called variety. Uh, not Warhammer, not World of Warcraft, and not Catholics. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am your host this week, Peter O'Donohue, and I am joined with or by whatever the correct grammar is. Joined to Ethan Palmer. Oh. Nice <laughs> to see you, Pete. And also <laughs> being to you. And uh, joined with, but recently separated from, James Miller. Uh, yeah, surgery was a success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm unclipped, unhinged, yeah. and uh, able to enjoy things like private time, which was not possible before. We, uh... Showering without me. A big yep. big thing for Jamie was to shower without me. I don't know why, but it's done. <laughs> yeah, under- but I wanted to be with Ethan, and he was the middle piece, so it was kind of weird. We well, kind of we- had to do this folding thing and stick yeah. him out the door. And- but it, it was it's doubly weird, because we unclipped Jamie from Peter, but then Peter was getting lonely in the shower, so now I've clipped to him. And now Jamie's right. outside the shower, so he's still not with me. It's uh, it's unfortunate. We don't know we don't know how the math works out on this and how we can kind of figure out the ideal situation for all of us. But we're st- just so you guys know, we're still working on you here at the Lord Boys HQ. Yeah. Healthcare in Canada is free, so we can burn up as much tax money as yeah. we want uh, as we want. <laughs> experimenting with this whole thing, free every help- other week, <laughs> yeah, free- we, we're just yeah. in the doctor's office. Yeah. <laughs> so us together, separate us. So us together. Free healthcare for all our American listeners out there means that you can go to the doctor with any bullshit surgery claim and they legally have to give it to you. You can yep, just or tell, you can arrest them. Yeah, you can just tell them anything and they legally have to do that surgery on you. So it's pretty exciting to be in a, the Socialist Republic of Canada these days. So me to this guy. I don't think that's safe, sir. <laughs> Citizens arrest! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. For a week, a new I, doctor in there. Yeah. yeah. If you want for a week, you can have hands for feet and feet for hands. Yeah. And you don't like it? You go back next you, week. You go back, Fix. no problem. Yeah. 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 It you you're basically just a, a like a, a build your own action figure when you have free healthcare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Okay. Potato Head. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, are. yeah, exactly. We are a nation of Mr. Potato Heads. Tommy Douglas what uh, invented the Mr. Potato Head first and yeah. then just like Canada should have free healthcare. Mattel Mattel actually Mattel actually originally branded the Mr. Potato Head as Mr. Canada, but uh, they got sued by Canadians, the Canadian government, yeah. and they had to change it. So, Yeah, also, yeah, did, what didn't sell well in America. So. <laughs> potato Head, though. They love potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Canadians. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fries, all that shit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, anyway, that's a little bit of a factoid about us, uh, but today we're going to be doing a request from Saucy of the God Hand made in our Discord. Um, if you want to fold up virtual slips of paper and slide them into our virtual suggestion box, uh, please go to theloreboys.com, find the Discord link, and join up. Uh, a lot of new people there just in the past week. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you. Uh, come in, make friends, and tell us what to do, basically. Yeah, it's loreboys.com slash about. Is, uh, ah, I'll take right. it right there. The link I've, after the last World of Warcraft episode, uh, the Heart Tech in our Discord reached out to me and asked for the server. So I'm going to get yet another listener in. With that, there'll be two in our guild. Which is cool. yeah. Yeah. Nice. Now, if only we could start dealing drugs and get them addicted to something more profitable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah profitable for us. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. I, I, have, about, man? I have no doubt that Blizzard makes more than any drug kingpin out there by abusing people's uh, loneliness. Uh, yeah, if I get. <laughs> If I get 200 bug pieces months down the line, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, just... <laughs> but you, you don't understand. They give me three or four an hour. I just got to keep hitting them, you know? Like, yeah. No problem. No problem. Exactly. What's 40,000? We're not talking about 
Uh, 42. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to be covering um, Battle Angel Alita, uh, which originally was a manga, which is uh, French for my dude or my guy. Yeah. Um, and as we know, the French are very friendly and love backwards books. Most people don't know that uh, Japanese manga actually originated in French Canada. So, whoa, that's yeah, a nice little bit of a lore tidbit for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, from what I understand, uh, manga in Japan is often released in like large monthly compilation novels. Uh, so, you may have heard the term Shonen Jump if you or anyone you know reads manga or watches anime. So, like, stuff like One Piece, Naruto, or, like, Hunter Cross Hunter are part of Shonen Jump, which is always, like, about a young hero boy. Yep. Okay. That adds I think up. This is, I think that's correct. It's That's Lord Boy's canon. Um, Alita uh, ran from 1990 to 1995 in Business Jump. Um, Business Jump ran from 1985 to 2011 and was marketed as the first salaryman jump magazine uh, a salaryman being a slang for a japanese white collar wor- uh, white collar worker so okay they marketed this as like no no you you're not a child you can no. here's your book of cartoons drawn by perverts <laughs> that you can read, read on the train it's business okay. jump so um sh- shown 15 it- pages of him just like with his 401k just getting that all settled <laughs> oh yeah uh, yeah setting up health insurance like yeah, yeah it's really it's riveting so sh- shonen shonen does specifically refer to uh aimed at like young male audience i think yeah, so similar to, to the heroes yeah. i guess in the because one one piece is the the lanky guy naruto it's naruto hunter x hunter i don't think i've ever seen i I'm, i have I, an image in my head but i'm sure it's from um, my hero academia that i'm actually thinking of Hunter Hunter is uh, a friend of mine was watching it and explained it to me. I've seen the title card on Netflix. It's like a kid with black hair wearing green, but I actually do know about my hero and he does look a lot like that. Like the dark hair, the green suit, like it's very very similar. Okay. I yeah. I guess I guess it's maybe good to preface uh this for any uh, any uh, beautiful weeaboos who are just finding the show for the first time cuz we're talking about uh something that they care about and they're passionate about. That uh, we don't, none of us really uh, subscribe to anime or manga in any kind of real ways. Uh, the yeah. closest I can claim is I've watched all of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and One Punch Man. Well, so far, what's been released. Uh, never really read manga. I started reading Naruto, but I couldn't get past like the neighboring town's attack with the sand monster. Um, <laughs> I, I just I didn't get that far into it, and I mean that far into Naruto is how much how much time are you willing to commit? I was not willing to commit that much time, but I spent I spent like a couple weeks one summer just like reading it for like eight hours a day while I was working uh, the hunters in uh, the yeah. horse world, not the hunter cross yeah. hunters. <laughs> I don't uh, dislike it by any means, but it just hasn't kind of like fallen into my lap in the right way. I guess yeah. I don't watch a lot of TV or read a lot these days, anyways, so. For me to get into that genre would be just like an extra barrier that I'm not really like. Yeah, it, I'd be happy to do it. It just hasn't happened, kind of no. thing. Uh, Jamie I've only watched... watches Alex Jones's Infowars. So, yeah, yeah. And Am- I'm an Amaranth tier three sub too. Oh, right. I'm pretty oh. sure she's gonna talk to me soon. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's all gonna well. be worth it. It's all gonna be yeah. worth it. That that loan yeah. was definitely gonna definitely worth it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, I've... I've also watched season one of One Punch Man because it's on Canadian Netflix. I have not watched season two. Because it's and not I've on watched, Canadian Netflix. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then I've watched uh, uh, fucking, oh, Stardust Crusaders. So JoJo Part 3. I've seen okay. that. Yeah. I, I read the first ever edition of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. My girlfriend tried to get me to watch Stars, and I don't like it. So that's the last uh, thing I attempted. Is As that a, on TLC where they're trying to sell you honey and like yeah, name the right yeah, price the and everything? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have honey auctions. They open up old lockers full of bees with a, like a crowd of people just gathered outside. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they stung the shit out of me. But like, it's, I'm not really that stung. So oh, yeah. the best I'll offer you is 25 bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've been, I mean, I've come been, on, man. Those bees stung you a million times. It's yeah. got to be worth at least 100. It's oh, like, yeah. all right, fine. I'll do 30 bucks for all these bees. Yeah, but the queen, the queen didn't read my dono on stream. So, you know. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Watch your profanity. Uh, yeah, watch your profanity. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll just say anybody, anybody new listening, we don't know that much about anime, but we're gonna do our good golly gosh darned to uh, we're, to talk about it. We're gonna stumble through this 
for the fans uh, because they're the reason we still do this because we love you. Uh, but uh, sorry in advance, I guess, is that long-winded explanation. <laughs> although, although that that could, that could apply to, I, I I I don't know why I'm prefacing this for the anime one because it's probably more of an insult that the topics that we do know about we still stumble through and get wrong a lot of the time. Like I, so I I've recently been doing a lot of Warhammer 40k, and this is something that I have thought since I was in high school that the God Emperor of Mankind was born in the eighth century, or in the eighth millennium in Turkey. He was born in the eighth millennium BC. He was. I was oh. off by sixteen thousand years. <laughs> way older. Like way, <laughs> oh, way older. It's like it changes everything. Somebody mentioned it on the Discord the other day. They're like, "Hey, just by the way, you're off by sixteen thousand years." I was like, "Oh, okay." Fuck. And that's <laughs> that's always been a piece of lore that I've had in the back of my head. Like I've never researched. I've never really researched the God Emperor all that much for this show, but it's just always been yeah. back there. And I've, I've mentioned it. I think on every one of our forty K episodes, yeah. and I've been getting and it wrong every time. It turns out Doctor Wiley doesn't even watch Mega Man Shower. Well, Crazy. what? Is that That's bullshit? That doesn't sound right. Fuck the Wowie. Fuck the Wowie. Anyway, okay. speaking of uh, speaking of strange Japanese art, um, the creator of Alita is named uh, Yukito Kushiro, uh, and he found inspiration in older mecha series like Gundam when he okay. started writing Alita. Let's well, Battle Angel Alita in Japan. Um, and just going forward as well, uh, I will be using the English names for everything. Uh, the Alita in Japan is called Gali or Gari, for example. Okay. That's like way so I've different. Taken, I've taken the I've taken the English names just for my own because it's just easier, basically. Sure, yeah. Because we don't want to we don't want to we don't want to butcher the uh, Japanese names, whereas we have no problem butchering the American names. Exactly, I butcher <laughs> American stuff all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what's it about? What is Battle Angel Alita? The titular character, Alita, uh, is a cyborg found in and around Kansas City, Missouri, for whatever reason, uh, in what is now called the Scrapyard on Earth in the 26th century uh, by a cyber physician named Daitsuke Ito. Um, This being a human doctor who works on cyborgs and not a cybernetic doctor, uh, because that would be ridiculous. Okay, not a cyborg doctor, but a a cyborg Uh, doctor, if you will. Not Not Dr. Cyborg, but a cyborg doctor. He's a is cyborg he a, doctor, not a cyborg doctor. Yeah. Is exactly. he a robot with a hammer in his hand hitting a human's knee, or a human with a hammer in his hand hitting a robot's knee? <laughs> the latter. The second one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the latter. The latter. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Yeah. And he also uh, has a GoGo Gadget ladder extension that he can pull out of his pants. Oh no! Wait, no. Wow. Sorry. I'm, th- I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of Doctor Cyborg again. My bad. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that, there we go. Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> um, uh, he's he's generally referred to as Doctor Ito in the. Um, manga and the anime anyway so it's very easy so he's he's one of the names that i didn't have to change just to to pronounce properly um the scrapyard is a terrestrial shanty town that is formed around the trash dumped out of the dumped out of the bottom of the floating city of zalem okay oh. so there's there's a city floating above kansas city missouri now and it just dumps dumps it's like cybernetic future waste onto the ground and there's a shanty town that is built up around and kansas That's, uh Kansas That's City looks like. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's just like Final Fantasy VII, uh, the slums that you start yeah. off in. Midgard. You're like underneath. Yeah, yeah Midgard. You're underneath oh, uh, Sector okay. Seven, and you're basically living off the trash of the people who live up there. And I was gonna say Kansas City modern day is completely indistinguishable from the slums of Midgard. So. Yeah, well, oh. it's when <laughs> Kansas City is directly below St. Louis, Missouri, and they live off the trash dumped down from St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I guess it all flows to Cleveland. I don't. I don't know how the U.S. works. <laughs> it's in Ohio. Fuck it. Yeah, sure. Could be. Um, so Zalem is suspended by an orbital ring off the ground. Uh, so basically, well, you know the rings of Saturn, right? Yes, I'm familiar. I've never um, been. I've never been, but I've heard of them. I'm familiar. But you've seen the postcards, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the orbital ring is basically just a giant mechanical ring built around the planet Earth. And Zalem hangs down from that to stay off of the filthy, filthy peasant earth, basically. Okay. So it's suspended up in the air. And, um, it and is also Zalem, Massachusetts. Is that where the witch trials, witch trials were held? Or yeah, yeah. Well, so there's uh, Zalem, Oregon, and Zalem, Massachusetts. Oh, okay. There's two different. Okay. Ones oh, oh, that's it. I get it. I get it mixed up all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Puritans were in Massachusetts. Okay. Okay. 
So it's like a trickle-down economy, right? All the rich people are higher up, and then all the peasants are on the earth kind of thing, or what? Their trash trickles down. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I, do, I do love that the perfect analogy for the trickle-down economy is that rich people throw their trash on poor people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's exactly like that, but instead of Wall Street, it's an orbital ring suspended over Missouri. <laughs> Um, it also has these huge cables that tether it to the planet. Otherwise, it would just be total chaos with the fucking, whatever, suburbia just flying around the entire yeah, yeah. planet all the time, just crashing through shit, right? Um, and in case the lay people get too many opinions or stupid ideas in their head and think, I could climb that big cable, uh, they also have these gigantic proletariat shredding saw blades that can spin and shoot down the cables to clean them off, basically. Like... It's like a big automatic barnacle scraper on that, for like the outside of the ship. That seems like the least efficient way to clear your cables. Just run a current through them. Like, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> my God. No, but then the then they'd all hook up their their trailers and everything to it, and then oh. you get free power. Can't get oh, out of that. that's see, that's smart. Yeah, or maybe yeah. maybe just the rich people throw out a lot of rubber, and they're like, no, they got too much rubber down there. We got up, no problem. <laughs> Bouncy shoes. They'll yeah. Be yeah. Fine. <laughs> I meant because I mean, rubber rubber insulates against electric current. Not not. I was not positing that they would moon bounce their way up to the upper ring. I was I was kind of expanding on your mo- rubber moon boot scrapyard invention, where if you could just jump, you could minimize contact with the electrified cables, regardless. Oh, I see. And still be safe and be in safe. If you ever forget like a can opener or something, that's perfect. You just go find the nearest tether. You hold your can out. You move your head away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just- yeah, yeah. And when your when your dominant hand holding the can of tuna is entirely atomized by the spinning blades, you can just be like, "Oh, good!" And yeah. then you can rummage through the trash to find your empty can somewhere. So, <laughs> so does it is it does it shoot the blades down, and then the blades are like left on the ground? No, they can run up and down. Okay. So it's not it's not like saw blades. It's not like the saw blades you would see in like a wall in a two D game where they just kind of buzz up and down. It's like a rotating spiraling ring that okay it, it looks like a gar it looks like a garbage disposal but the garbage is poor people and it just rotates all the way down like a corkscrew and can rotate all the way up there you so go. it's like it goes up and down like if you put a ring on your finger basically okay okay yeah. um yeah so anyway that's that's Zalem and how they stay safe basically um so like all well-written characters alita has amnesia uh, however, the story is revealed over the course of the manga. Um, the series ran as Battle Angel Alita, Battle Angel Alita Last Order, and then finally Battle Angel Alita Mars Chronicles. Mars Chronicles revealed a lot, so did Last Order. So much of the focus today is on Alita and her universe that she's a part of, and not so much like character bios or anything like that. I didn't want to spoil anything from the, the the manga or the films, basically. So this is all just set up for, uh, frankly, movies we'll probably never see because cool. I don't know how much money that movie even made. Um, in Last Order, she has revealed that humanity is as humanity is, excuse me, humanity is as humanity does. And say it with me, colonize the solar system. Oh, yeah. Col- co- colonize the solar system. Perfect. We can co- cut that down. Colonize, that. colonize the solar yeah. system. They also invented a new calendar. For some fucking reason, or was it? Sorry, colonize the solar system or solarize the colon system? Did I mess that up? Ooh, I need to check my notes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll figure it out in post. We'll have to check that in post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a like some fucking late night TV advertisement for some sort of medical quackery. Yeah, Just yeah. Like, exactly. colonize. <laughs> so, solarize your colon. Too much spicy food. What's that? There's razor blades flying up and down your tether. Yeah. Uh, you can solarize your colon system. Wasn't that it? Wasn't Just, that a thing recently though that people were like sunbathing their buttholes because they said it would like cure coronavirus or something like that? Frankly, if you told me blank 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 because people thought it would cure coronavirus, I would believe you. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> Especially there was so. that doctor recently who was who was just like, yeah, no, this totally works. We should use it more. And then her other opinion is that having sex with demons in your dreams causes impotence. Yeah. So it's like mm, we should check in on the rest of her credentials. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> no, it's. I think they're right. You gotta sun your butt and you gotta burn your vagina candle, and all yeah. of it is good for you. All of it is. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beneth Baltro, Bisbell's bike by Babina. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so generally speaking in fiction or in ever, uh, like if you look at Paul Pot, if you change the calendar, it's for a big dick reason, right? Like it's for a really important reason. Uh-huh. Um, like when, when some... the Lore Boys was uh, induc- inducted and uh, well, yeah. we, we rearranged the calendar. So now it's year three. And, well, didn't we reset the calendar again when we got on Spotify? So we're still in oh, year true. one. It's still year one. When did... It's year one, three. It's the third year one. When did we yeah. start? What year was it? 2017? 20, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. Nice even number. No. Yeah. If we... I mean, it's an odd number, but sure. I don't know. Math is hard. If we yeah. started in 2017, uh, wouldn't we be on our fourth year? Uh, anyway, we don't have to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're in we're in the second era, year one of the Spotify empire of the Lore Boys. Okay, all right, that, that's how we do it. And when when's Alila? Uh, well, Galila. <laughs> uh, so I want you guys to guess in a cyberpunk dystopia uh, where rich people float above the ground. What kind of event do you think? Could have caused humanity to change the calendar. Ethan. When Mr. Pepsi was finally elected president. Okay. Jamie? Um, Whenever the tethers to the earth stopped being attached to the ring, and then all the people were spinning, but the ring was staying still, so then all the tethers were just lashing all of the cities (laughs) of the people. Okay, so something apocalyptic is close. Uh, Ethan, do you have a, a second Pepsi-related guess or some other soda? I had I had another more serious guess, but now you said something apocalypse-related, so I know it's not right. I was going to say when we finally colonized Mars. Okay, okay. Uh, or the moon, both wrong. I guess. Colonized anything. You're both wrong because they changed this calendar for literally no good reason. Uh, year <laughs> one has been cha- started in 1957 uh, and is now known as ES, or oh. Era Sputnik. No, but 1957 was uh, the first year of the Pepsi Challenge. Oh, wow. so. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, I know a lot about the Pepsi Challenge. I know the year that it started somehow, but yes, totally. It's EP now, so it's year of Pepsi. Uh, so yeah, year one now is 1957, uh, when the first artificial satellite was sent into orbit around Earth. Yeah. Sputnik 1 Sputnik. was launched October 1957, and Sputnik 2 was launched in November. Now, I did, because they do have a little monument to Laika, the space dog, the who dog. was in the Sputnik 2. Yeah. yeah. I want to do some quick Soviet lore. So, Sputnik 2 contained a three-year-old street dog named Laika, who died during the mission. And just to hammer and sickle home how worthless the truth in the USSR was, the dog's actual cause of death was not made public until 2002. Wow. That's okay. cool. That's cool. I didn't. One of the streamers like to watch "Stay Safe TV" named his dog Laika, and now yeah. I think it's probably for that reason. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. she's yeah. the only famous dog named Laika. It's the, like Russian the, for friend or friendship or something like that. The first dog oh. in space. Yeah. So the Soviets apparently couldn't admit how their space dog was dead the whole time, so they told the rest of the world she had died of lack of oxygen after six days, and even claimed they had a euthanization system to humanely kill her in space before oxygen ran out and she suffered giant saw blades inside the shuttle (laughs) exactly yes (laughs) what we now know what's been declassified is that she overheated and died within hours due to cheap and shitty soviet engineering so she was dead the entire time she was up there (laughs) so technically not the technically not the first dog in space (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean i guess she wouldn't have even made it but i just think I it was know. ridiculous it's just like they couldn't tell the truth about their space dog even just like okay well fine uh, fuck it <laughs> you guys seen uh, when they bring the the cats up to zero gravity i saw that on the internet uh, the other day the, oh they get so confused they do it in the the vomit comet or whatever it is the, yeah the yeah, thing yeah. where they fly up and then like the plane angle downwards yeah. so it's like it simulates yeah. a zero g or whatever it is they they just hate it so much it's very cute <laughs> yeah, <Poor thing. laughs> um, but they have a monument to Alika in Alita because she was the first mammal to be launched into orbit. Mm-hmm. She was. So the the solar system is largely controlled by three groups. Uh, we have the Jupiter System Union, uh, people who have colonized the habitable habitable moons of Jupiter. Excuse me. Okay. Um, and this Io web and of small colonies. Uh, well, and you Io Europa Ganymede. Uh, other ones <laughs> um, 
this web of small colonies uh, has a powerful AI network called Zeus, which controls basically everything their actual colony does, uh, which I guess they named Zeus to laugh in the face of the Romans who changed the name of Zeus to Jupiter when they were doing their fan canon of like king of the gods basically um so as jupiter very likely does not have solid ground to walk on or build on not to mention the gravity that would crush anything that tried to land uh the habitable space in the union is on a huge shell around the planet that isn't complete so it looks more like a round cage because they couldn't they didn't have enough material they used the less cool moons as material to build their giant kind of webbed shell around the planet their network it's made out of cheese wow what a new yeah. huh soft cheese though if it was made of hard cheese there's no problem but because True. it's made of soft cheese yeah. that, i mean that'll probably that'll probably lead to the more of the conflicts later on is the lack of hard cheese in the solar system <laughs> <laughs> um so the jovians don't particularly like this is people who live on jupiter or around it i guess mm-hmm. Uh, the Jovians don't like individuals or questions very much, and they have adopted a uniform look as machine-like cyborgs. So they're still technically a human brain, um, but the most common way that the Jovians look, they just look like two gray stacked boxes, basically. Okay. Uh, with a, they probably with a, have a, they have a big smile, right? Because they're jovial as well. Uh, I think they can customize it, probably. <laughs> okay, cool. Whatever you put on the outside of the shell as a personality is definitely an o- is optional cybernetic surgery. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's two stacked boxes on wheels with one big, dumb robot eye in the middle that has, like, a manipulatable eyelid shell <laughs> to kind of express basic emotions, and then just a stump with two little mechanical tentacles <laughs> hanging off the front of it can so I they do- can actually manipulate things. Can I just say, I, I googled this to see what they actually look like, and the the first hit was a sexy one, so oh. that's t- he's in he's in like white cotton underwear. I just threw him in the uh, I threw him in our, our chat here for you guys. That's manga talk. for you. Yeah, yeah. look at that. <laughs> oh bulge, yeah, dude. Uh, actually, I am gonna. I'm, this is official art. I was about to talk about this guy in a second. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. there is a sexy one. <laughs> Good. One Jovian in particular has a humanoid shaped body below the regular Jovian box, and his name is Chernov Seven Two Seven. Okay. Um, yeah. I- Jovian also uh, refers to anything to do with Jupiter, including the uh, Jovian emperor, uh, Flavius Ionovus uh, Augustus, for whom, huh. for whom it was presumably named after. Or the, I mean, the, I'd be... Was named I'd after be pretty, the god. I'd be pretty jovial if I had abs, pecs, and pack in a bulge like old Chernoff 727 <laughs> here, so he's probably pretty jovial as well. So I, I love I, how boxy his, his gooch is. Like, it's just a straight line, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I, I mean, they've got to be consistent. Remember, it's like, uh, if all of us are going to be boxes, but you want to be sexy, you better have an angular grundle. Like, no yeah. matter what, right? <laughs> uh, next, we have La République Venus. Okay. Donc, Venus has a very high temperature. It is about uh, 800 degrees Celsius on the surface. Okay. So... It has the highest temperature. I can't do that forever. It dries up my tongue. Uh, uh, it has, since it has the highest temperature of the solar system after the sun, obviously. How do uh, French to, people do it? If it dries out your tongue, huh? They're they can do it all the time. Yeah. They just drink wine. Uh, true. True. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it dries out real quick, just like your mouth because it's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> they drink. They, they they drink a lot of wine and kiss all the time with tongue to I guess oh that's where the tongue kiss comes mouths. from okay yeah. yeah 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 that makes sense though <laughs> that that would make sense yeah because yeah. like when my mouth is super dry and and my girlfriend's here I'm just like Dara give me a kiss I gotta do do the podcast moisten me up and she'll just like you know spray into my mouth if she's <laughs> yeah. indisposed <laughs> or give me a nice kiss yeah. <laughs> Sprayed. That's so gross. Just like a little misting bottle. Yeah, like yeah. if you were yeah. taking care of plants. You know, sometimes you curl your, your you curl your tongue a bit, and it like does the little squirt of spit across the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. just that. That's yes. Dara. That's what it's Dara nice. does into Peter's mouth. Yeah, all the <laughs> all the time. Um, so to colonize Venus, uh, humanity set up a huge solar shield, basically, to just kind of cool down a section of the planet directly below it. They were just like, okay, cool. We can't. We don't have a lot to work with here, guys. Uh, so we can set up maybe some freezing cold farmland if we put a big shell or like a big wall in the way of the sun. And everybody was like, yeah, I guess that's just what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. um, so 
so now after setting up this solar shield, floating colonies can exist close to the planet. They're about eight kilometers up or five miles for any low-born non-metric system using people. Sure. Um, and the first colony on Venus was established in ES, or I guess EP, so Era Pepsi 242, <laughs> uh, uh, or with our Gregorian calendar, 2199 AD. Okay. Still in the future, but... Pretty far. Uh, unsponsored. Uh, in our unsponsored calendar, it's 2199. Yeah, exactly. Our non-corporate. Yeah. yeah. I thought you said, I thought um, this, you said this was in business jump, not oh, that's true. unsponsored uh, jump. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Republic was founded eight years after that. Okay. After so the shield was put up on, on Venus. 2207, yeah. They needed to let things cool down a bit, both literally and figuratively, because this, the shield, I guess, was stolen. They're like, we got some hot property. Let's hide it in the sun. And they're like, okay. <laughs> 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 They'll never think to look, at, look for it there. Yeah. <laughs> Got a bunch of cops on Earth staring at the sun in binoculars. It's like, ah, I'll yes. never find it. It's too bright. <laughs> oh, ah, cool. Take that, flat foot. And he's just like running off to Venus. <laughs> um, right. So in uh, that'd be 2207, uh, the Republic was founded. Uh, they've also turned the surface of Mercury into something called gray goo, uh, which I think is some kind of sci-fi trope. I don't know if either one of you can expand on that because there's a video game just called gray goo. Oh yeah, or this? Yeah, this is a good Jamie pull up the clip moment here because I am curious about this. Uh, Greg sounds like. Oh, go, go for it. Uh, if, I think it's more fun if you pause it what you think it sounds like before I just read the okay. definition online. All right, I like that. Well, as well, I think I think it sounds like um, like gray goo sounds like the something to make life out of. Like it's the the building blocks for life. You need like a a gray goo. You add a little spice and something nice, and then you're able to make. Um, a mouse or something. It's like Chemical that. X was for the Powerpuff Girls. Pretty close. It's actually, uh, if you listen to our Surge episode, it's gluten. It's the idea that uh, nano oh. self-replicating nanotechnology gets out of control and just devours all life. So it's just this like metallic fluid that just like consumes everything while it's just like going haywire and trying to self-replicate. It's cool. a it's yeah. an extinction so- event in theory. Yeah. Uh, it seems as though they did that to Mercury on purpose. I don't know if they just need it or yeah. whatever, but yeah, the surface of Mercury is great gear. It would also work. Um, if, if you're just if you're short on self-replicating, all-consuming uh, nanotechnology, then maybe yeah. you just use the surface of Mercury. Uh, it would make sense because uh, the people of Venus or the Venusians um, are very, very fond of genetic engineering, and they use nanomachines as well. Yes, And, and they all have big penises, right? Because that's how you go to uh, Venus. Oh, I'll get into a description of what they look like. It <laughs> it have to be it would have to be hidden somewhere. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if I'll ask you guys whether you want to be from Jupiter or from Venus to be stupider or penis, um, and frankly, I don't <laughs> think the answer is going to be penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, For the record. I just realized we're still talking about an anime, and there's this this girl. What's her name again? The the main Alita. character Alita. Alita. So we're just we're just building the world right now, and then we'll see how Alita fits into it. This would be Alita. Ooh. Oh. I'll get you be the Alita on. Uh, Peter Peter yeah. streamed at twitch.tv slash the lower voice today, and you can tell he's like on now. He's his jokes, yeah, well, jokes <laughs> are coming quick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so they attempted to turn themselves into perfect human beings uh, you may have heard this from again i guess we'll talk about him again you may have heard what peak physical male fitness looks like from alex jones i don't know i can't believe i'm saying this he seems to be closer to right than the venusians certainly are uh, because <laughs> the venusians their peak physical form appears to be like easter island heads oh uh, I, can't, I can't disagree with that they're just yeah. big fat heads with vestigial arms and legs, and they roll around on big, on like tall three-wheeled tricycles. Um, and the slang term for this peak human form is just called Humpty Dumpty. Because ah. so they, so yeah. you know, you know the, I know there's probably a name for it, but the picture of like the monkeys following the monkey, following the monkey, following the half man, half monkey, following the man. Uh, yes, I did see that picture. Yeah, you saw the graphic, and it goes so it goes to the man, Jamie, and then it starts. It goes to a shorter, much fatter man, and then it goes to a floating very fat man with a massive head and a tiny little skinny leg 
Uh, yeah. You know what? I think that is pretty close to its peak physical form. I, I, I'd uh, take yeah. that over two boxes any day. Yeah. Really? I would be too. I would if I was just a brain inside two angry boxes. I would take that. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I, the, I, the square gooch really does sell it, but. I think that. Oh yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> I like that. I like that that picture because it's self confirming for me. I'm the one after man towards the little head <laughs> yeah, at this yeah, point. So you're you're already well. You, you now it's like some cost fallacy. You're like, well, I'm already on my way there, so I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna stop now. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so obviously it's called the Republic uh, Venus with accents on the E's, thankfully. Um, they uh, share much culture with the French of Earth, uh, using many of, of like the French language for names and both their love of wine and eating babies. I mean, sorry, Frenchman, we've talked about this before. Guillotines don't work in space. No, exactly. <laughs> so you better start eating babies if you want to change, apparently. You know what? Cigarettes um, don't either. So I don't know what they're going to do up there. Oh, yeah. No oxygen can't <laughs> smoke. At least you had one of, uh, like, a really long cigarette stem that just went back into the atmosphere. Back into the atmosphere. <laughs> uh, I finally saw the picture you're talking about, and they're way more grotesque than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, them, like, I'm down for it. And then you see them, you're like, oh, I'm not down for it. No, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, the, the last thing one, doesn't sound so bad, eh? <laughs> His jowls are so huge. Like, and those yeah. big... Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. They're, uh, his head is very big. Yeah. His head and his, yeah. his jawline. I mean, that's quite the jawline, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, the skeleton <laughs> must look so stupid. <laughs> so, uh, Do you think their I joints don't... are even attached? Because, you know, whales have rear legs and hip bones, but they kind of just float around inside the body. Do they? That's so do you, think their, do you think their arms are just not even attached to, like, their shoulders or their spines at could all? Could be. Oh. We got our animal fact in. We can punch out, guys. Uh, well, yeah. I, I got I got another one for you here. Um, elephant skulls look super human-like. If they they if, look like a cyclops. If they've lost the tusks, they look like a cyclops, and so that's why a lot of yeah. people think that uh, cyclops myths come from like India and places like that because they just found elephant skulls and were like, "This looks. This is a giant man who clearly only had one eye." Uh, and I'm looking wow. at this. I'm looking at this fat levitating man, and I'm thinking. He probably has an elephant skull for a skull, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. This fat levitating man. <laughs> uh, Where can so, you get uh, an elephant skull? Legally or illegally? Are you allowed to have one if, if it was like a natural death? I would probably. assume so, yeah. But yeah, you, yeah it's, you can get ivory. You can get like um, ethically sourced ivory too. Yeah. <laughs> The, the 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 elephant gets a massage while they cut off part of its face. Like, <laughs> I feel like if it broke off in a fight with another bull elephant, yeah. you could probably just grab that and yeah, yeah. turn it into a decoration. I, yeah, or if it just it died. Yeah. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Oh, yeah. I think that we're manufacturing all of the conflict between bull elephants just to get their ivory. Just to get their ivory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Steve said you look dumb, and he's gonna fuck your wife. Yeah. We're we're in, we're injecting them. We're injecting elephants with bull bull uh, shark testosterone to make them uh, more angry, so they fight more. more. Yeah. <laughs> so with the Venusians, you may have uh, this this whole baby eating thing was not just a cheeky stab at our Earth's French. Um, they actually have a genetically modified non sentient human species called Homo esculentus, which is old Italian for edible man, uh, and this is wow. a vat grown or something human specifically for eating. Uh, they explain this as saying, since they're so close to us genetically, they're the ultimate part of a balanced breakfast. That doesn't, <laughs> that's not, I don't think that's, no, I don't think that's, that's how true. Maslow's f- food pyramid works. No, no, that makes sense, dude. <laughs> like if, if you need to run a body, then what better to like replenish your body than more body? Yeah, like I have, a, I have one here. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I, I keep having so many food pyramid examples recently. But like, thankfully, I have one here, and all of it is just GMO baby meat. So don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. What are you feeding the the people? What goes into their diet to make them the perfect diet for you? Chicken and the egg, dude. Chicken. <laughs> what do you? How is that a chicken and an egg? Feed them chicken and eggs. Just eat the chicken and the eggs. Oh my god. No, Jamie's right. Chicken and the egg, dude. What do you get? The Venusian or the Homo Esculentus? Don't don't Ben Shapiro me by just saying chicken and egg when we're having a discussion. Dude, if people need to eat people to be people, then where did the first person come from? 
Who was the first meal? Who was the first person? I'm saying yeah, people don't. I'm saying people don't. <laughs> You're I'm a saying... vegetarian. You wouldn't get it. That is true. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> I, ha- I have to take uh, multivitamins, which, as far as I know, uh, do come from human flesh. So <laughs> <laughs> That's the start of it. Maybe you'll be the first one. When, they f- when, when your first chip in a baby meat shows up, you'll be the first one to try it. Because you're like, oh, Centrum is making something much chewier now, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But it's actually sourced too. baby meat. It's, it's we, the babies fight, and if one passes away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. We do inject them with no. bull shark testosterone, but, you know, that's whatever. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> they apparently don't even need to worry about this because these are a non-sentient species specifically grown. So I don't know if it's just like neck down baby meat with no brain grown in a grown <laughs> in a tube. Call the episode neck down baby meat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> a, I'm not opposed to that. Uh, so I think this is ethically worse. The fact that they're uh, like unconsenting, you know. I mean, I'm not sure where they got the genetic seed from to use like from a warhammer term yeah. like i don't know where they got the actual like basis to grow the first edible baby yeah like <laughs> wait it, i feel like we've gotten far away from <laughs> this is all elite battle angel now i mean this is no, a battle angel talking about we're still talking about eating babies which is totally relevant jamie don't you worry this, this is, is all canon man. <laughs> this is all canon okay yeah. we gotta so get to, to the bottom to be clear it's the Venetians that we're eating, or it's yeah. a different one? Venetians. Okay. The guys who made themselves yeah. into the fat, levitating Easter Island uh, yeah. egghead guys. Yeah. There's, okay. like, some story where apparently they saw some babies at a restaurant and thought they looked tasty, so they decided to grow baby meat <laughs> after that. Jones and for a California burger, man. Oh, uh, it's a California <laughs> cheeseburger, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that might be good art. I could take that scene and put just a Venusian hippie woman in there. <laughs> um, so, uh, other than baby meat, um, they also invented something called Methuselahization, uh, which is the installation of nanomachines to make themselves immortal. Uh, okay. This is named after the oldest man in the Bible, Methuselah. Methuselah. Which uh, you won us around a bar trivia once by knowing that. Uh, and I guess that also yeah. that's also where the gray goo on on Mercury comes from. That would be my best guess. Uh, again, like doing a lot of the fan research for this is tricky, and I'm not an anime or manga person. So for me, it was like waking up from a coma, and then somebody just started <laughs> talking at me. I was like, "Oh my god!" Somebody's like, "This they they eat babies now, but it's okay because they're uh, too dumb to know any better." Exactly. <laughs> and very big. Yeah. Uh, so politics being politics. So these are. Those were these. Those are two of the factions. There, you have the the Jupiter, and then you have Venus. And is, sorry, um, maybe you're about to jump into this. Is the third one uh, the Earth people, or yes? Okay, yeah. I, was, yeah. I wasn't sure uh, if they fit into one of those. Yeah, they're going to come up next because I'm trying to do this kind of in order of how they occurred, just to lead up to the manga. Okay. Um, politics being politics, uh, a dispute came up between Jupiter and Venus uh, regarding the ownership of an Enceladus, which was one of the moons of Saturn. Okay. Okay. Venus uh, sure. wanted it as part of a terraforming operation, and Jupiter wanted it for more general resources. Excuse me. I think it's because they couldn't complete their Jovian shell because they ran out of garbage moons to recycle into construction material. It seems like a super inefficient way to do things. Just build a space it, station in space, guys. Yeah. It, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the cheese is just going to keep falling down, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. you put the cheese all in one place and didn't use some of the cheese to build on top of. And they were just like, get out of here. Or beep, or wheeled up because, of course, they're boxes with tentacles and just be like, beep, boop, get the fuck out of here. The little squinty camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a little known fact about uh, Enceladus, the moon of Saturn, is that it's entirely made of cheesecloth. So, whoa. Oh, yeah. so they could push other moons through it to dry it out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's also an effective way of uh, drying out your nanomachines. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. That's why they both wanted them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got to put would... your gray goo through the cheesecloth. Exactly. Or I learned that from... would explain the beeswax that we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah. A lot of that was soaked in beeswax in the medieval times to yeah. prevent spoilage. <laughs> yeah. Rorden Gamsey taught me that one. Rorden Gamsey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, this baby, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fucking unethical. <laughs> it's raw and it's like crying still yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
big dumb Venusian waiter on his Ugh. wheels, just like turns around and just like rolls back into the kitchen, just like scrapes it off the plate into the trash. Just like Gordon didn't like it. He's like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with it? He's like, I said it was too raw, too raw. And then it cuts to like the chef camera where it's the Venusian guy. He's just like, what? He wanted a fresh baby. I gave him a fresh baby. I don't know what the fuck is wrong. With that. <laughs> Nobody else has ever complained. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, in my restaurant, restaurant, we've we've done fresh babies for as long as I can remember. The the customers are always happy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the argument over uh enceladus led to the terraforming wars and needing to pick a side earth sided with venus uh possibly due to being closer or possibly due to france being on earth and not wanting to offend any of the sweaty baby eaters or their hairy women okay i know why ethan would side with venus why is that For penis yeah, more yeah. penis oh right 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 yeah I, I forgot about that i was gonna say uh because i think jupiter's idea of their stupid metal grate over the surface of Jupiter is really dumb. That's why. Seems that's that why. I, I mean, I I don't know how I feel about <laughs> Venus's uh, food choices when <laughs> we know how to make food. Like that's not a mystery, yeah. you know. Uh, I don't know why if you're going meat, it's got to be people meat. But I guess it's because it's the perf- the key to a balanced diet. It's yeah. like it, you know the, those old Lucky Charm commercials when they'd say part of a balanced breakfast, and it'd always be a bowl of Lucky Charms, a slice of orange, and then a bowl of human meat. Oh <laughs> yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> part of a balanced breakfast, one in, one out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh. think probably in the actual lore of this, there's not so heavy reliance on eating babies it, so i feel like it, we should is it um like and maybe i'm jumping to a, a topic that you don't know but maybe if somebody at home knows they could let us know is it like do other people do the the earth people like look down on them for this this practice this growing human meat to eat it uh not to my knowledge um because the people of earth generally live in poverty and the rich people live on the floating city okay and so the, so the Poor people don't know about it. Rich people, they're rich people, so they don't care about human lives. I will shortly get into uh, just how valuable human life is uh, in a couple of moments, and then we can make a decision on uh, what uh, exactly (laughs) is going on here. Um, So the terraforming wars are some of the most significant events in the Alita timeline. Uh, The results of these wars are the baseline for what normal now is when the manga opens. Uh, The most significant operation during this uh, conflict was uh, the mission called Operation Malwerf. Uh, so this is now we're going to start talking about Mars. Mars isn't really one of the three superpowers because they kind of exist as a neutral territory. They're very Swiss, okay. um, but they do have like cyborgs and cyborg training facilities and shit like that right, on sure. on on Mars. Do so, you mean they're made out of Swiss cheese? Because I know a lot of cheeses around. Yeah. <laughs> only non-cheese related part the cyborgs are made of like self-healing metal and shit like that oh, okay. oh cool got it cool 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 yeah right. the one and, part and, of, of alita of battle angel alita that isn't based around cheese uh it would probably be the martians the martians yeah. cool and it's so, yeah. ethically sourced self-healing uh robots right yeah that too <laughs> <laughs> so during operation malwerf um jupiter hired a group of cyborg mercenaries called the grunthal and sent them on a mission to destroy Earth's supercomputer, which is called Melchizedek, uh, since it was running much of their military operations on Zalem and in floating space colonies and other stuff that was kind of around the solar system. Okay, hold on, hold on. During the terraforming wars, Mars sent people to Earth? Uh, No, uh, because, like I said, they're fairly neutral, but they do have cyborg mercenaries. So Jupiter hired a group of them called the Grunthal and sent them on a mission to destroy Earth's supercomputer. But still, why Earth? Oh, because Earth sided with Venus. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, And the supercomputer is called Melchizedek, which, again, is from the Bible. He was a high priest of some description. Um, and Melchizedek, the supercomputer, was running much of the operations on Zalem and in the outer colonies. Yes. Now, Peter, you promised us this wasn't an episode about Christianity, and now you've brought up Methuselah and Melchizedek. So uh, it's starting to feel like tangen- this- <laughs> it's only feel tangentially related. Like this is a- another Christianity episode of the Lore Boys. Yeah. <laughs> for anyone who is still thinking about getting an elephant skull, you can get a replica one for like two thousand five hundred dollars and with a stand. So oh. you don't have to actually oh, hurt nice. it. Oh, nice. For a replica? 
for a replica. That yeah, seems way too expensive for a replica. It must be a, a good, a good replica. I guess it's a sizable chunk. You tell me that Jeff Bezelbub can't get me a real elephant skull on fucking Amazon? <laughs> no. Yeah, right. You have to go. Maybe oh, you go. I'm on skullsunlimited.com. So, oh, oh, you're you're looking at artisanal skulls. That's why they're so expensive. Oh, yes. that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, so the mercenaries managed to get uh, get into where uh, Melchizedek is based and run a program called Guinevere. Um, as a result, uh, it sent Earth's colony ships hurtling towards Venus like a bunch of missiles filled with people. Okay. Right. <laughs> Oops. It, you know what they say about uh, space rockets? They're a lot like regular rockets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the payload gets squishier, though. Yeah. yeah. Once you get them going, they're, they're hard to stop them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know what they say? In space, there's nothing to slow you down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except yourself. I mean, Venus definitely did their best here. Because Venus, to protect itself, used something called asteroid missiles, which I guess are just rocket pods installed on asteroids, and launched them at the colony ships, destroying the majority of them and killing hundreds of thousands of people. I, I really like the idea that they used catapults. Nice. Just oh, straight up catapult, yeah. or maybe a trebuchet. I don't know. On the on the Venusian surface. No well, way. Careful, got... guys. careful, let's not get into the difference between catapults and trebuchets. There are two factions on Reddit who are very passionate about each. So, so we could start a war they're here. different machines. If it's, yes. if it's if it's a tension catapult, it is more effective in space. A trebuchet, like the guillotine, will not work in space. No, because it has the counterweight that needs to launch. I think thing. I think most catapults do too. But in my head, I also am picturing some sort of weird tension catapult, which I guess more like a ballista. So I always imagined a catapult as the tension thing where you like crank it down and it's got the big like mousetrap hook at the bottom. Yeah, but and what do you, you put a big? What do you get to bend like that and then unbend and snap forward? I don't know, fresh spruce maybe, like some kind of wood. Yeah, a bow and arrow. How many times before it bends out of shape? Or, or like a bow and arrow, right? Like they just they fill it with resin yeah. to make it more resilient. That's what a, a ballista is, is a bone yeah. arrow. I mean, they've got all the baby meat they can grease up their wheels with, so it's probably the <laughs> freshest. True, yeah. on, on the, on the energy. They yeah. also have uh, gray goo, so. Yeah, exactly. So who knows? But anyway, they launched using catapults from the surface of Venus, Lord Boy's Cannon. Sci-fi catapults. They launched <laughs> asteroids at the colony ships and destroyed them. Uh, this would become to be known as the Camelin tragedy. Um. The war ended shortly thereafter, and uh, obviously Jupiter had to disavow. Uh, like, oh no, my mercenaries! Oops, a daisy! <laughs> I just pay the bills around here. I don't know anything about what they're about to do. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so all three solar powers—Earth, Venus, and Jupiter—banded together to destroy Grunthal on Mars because they were just like, you guys, are, <laughs> you guys are pretty not neutral right now. For the I, record. Okay, it really feels like the mercenaries are getting the short end of the stick here. Jupiter piling in. My God. Yeah. Like. Uh, so destroying the Grunthal uh, eliminated a lot of the cyborg technology that they were made out of. They were very advanced. And also wiped out all knowledge of the cyborg martial art called Panzerkunst. Uh, okay. Which is specifically to combat cyborgs, most of which larger in zero gravity. Um, and it is also not to be confused with the actual thing from the manga and the much stupider sounding space karate, <laughs> <laughs> which I did not look up because I just wanted us to make up our own explanations in our heads for what the fuck space karate is. Wow. Space karate. Karate chop. Karate yeah, chop still works. In space. Karate chop still works in space. Do belts work in space? Oh. Yeah, well, they don't need to hold your pants up, so I guess they're just useless. They technically function, but you wouldn't need one. They hold your pants down as well as they hold your pants up in space, right? Dude. Yeah. Or yeah, your, yeah. your gi, I suppose. Yeah. I got my belt. It's wrapped around my pants, and then there's those little loops down there. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> my belt's holding He's up holding my pants, up and my, my loops are... My pants are holding up my belt. Uh, I think that's a Mitch Hedberg it joke is, if yeah. I stole it. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Rip, rip to a legend. Yeah. As long as we uh, acknowledge what we stole, it's totally fine. Yeah, it's not stealing. So, that's what yeah. uh, I, scholarly papers are, right? I've, yeah, if you cite your sources, it's not stealing. I have downloaded so much pirated Trek porn, but now I'm legally um, not responsible for it. So. Perfect. No. Yeah. Um, Don't have to drain that swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey. <laughs> so 
One of the mercenaries, now they weren't completely destroyed, one of the mercenaries named Yoko was captured and tried for war crimes, obviously, because her implanting the hacking into the computer uh, did technically get all those Earth colonies destroyed. She also broke up the Beatles, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I wonder what they were being, which one of the crimes she was actually convicted for. (laughs) Whether it was Uh, uh, mass mass death uh, at, at the hands of shooting... Uh, spaceships into venus or uh, breaking up the beatles yeah they seem equally bad <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah i well, know for sure i mean i think one of them is much worse but whatever i guess beatles, this right? yeah i guess sending rockets into venus is kind of bad too yeah uh, i don't know <laughs> jamie um what happened to ringo her only her only defense was ubla di ubla da life goes on bro so. yeah yeah actually <laughs> i'm i'm actually all for the them breaking up because if they hadn't broken up then we might not have the wonderful beatles art that we do today from ms paint i think it's ringo mm. who makes it maybe it's <laughs> oh yeah that sounds right yeah yeah have you actually seen that stuff? yeah that's so. i'd forgotten about it until you just mentioned it but yeah that sounds it, familiar it's like this atrocious MS Paint art that he sells for like ten thousand dollars per copy, kind of thing. Like it's insanely priced. I'm sure and it's like dream. I'm sure he's just fucking with people. Like I'm sure he just knows that it's bad, and he's just like, yeah, no, I'm Ringo Starr, so you're gonna pay ten thousand dollars for it, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she was convicted of breaking up the Beatles, um, okay. and was sentenced sentenced to death by orbital drop and atmospheric immolation. So that's how you execute a cyborg: is you have to destroy their entire body. Right. Okay. Remember, to be a cyborg, you need some human part, which is generally the brain. Even the Jovian box monsters have a have human a brain. brain inside of them. Right. Luckily for her, though, uh, because again, the Martian cyborgs were so advanced, her brain was filled with a polymer resin instead of bitch ass water, so it had a higher <laughs> boiling point. So her brain did not boil away. So I've... on a sunny day somewhere in Missouri, what remained of her body crashed into a scrapyard, later to be discovered by Doctor Ito, who then named her Alita. I guess because she had amnesia. I guess almost boiling the brain would be enough to give you amnesia, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, and just a quick side note here: she has a lot of nicknames. Uh, the creepiest of which is Octopus Lips, because uh, her sexy, damp, pouty lips survived uh, reentry. Apparently, thank God, though. Am I right? Yes. So that's um, uh, Battle Angel Alita, or the lead-up to it. Um, she has a biography, so I might get into that one day. This is ridiculous and fun. Um, but this is all the setup you will need to start with Battle Angel Alita, because it starts with Dr. Ito discovering her body in the scrapyard. And this is how she got there. Cool. Very yeah. cool. And a little silly. And I, I'm sorry I got so bogged down on the ethics of... I, so I'm, I, Jamie mentioned it on the show. I'm a vegetarian. Uh, and I'm I'm a moral vegetarian, and I would totally eat lab-grown meat. But for, for some reason, making the lab-grown meat specifically human meat really fucks me up for no good reason. You know uh, what I mean? Like, why do you got to do that? That? Was a, that was a decent aside, I think. That's why we do this show is to get re- people's get the gears in people's head really turning about the fiction that they decide to consume. <laughs> yeah, I'm a you know? juvetarian. I only eat young things. Oh, right. uh, if something oh. grows up, then uh, yeah, I won't do it. A, a pedotarian. Yeah. That would oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't like it when you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it much better my way, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, yeah, so most importantly for this one, uh, thank you, Saucy, for the suggestion. If you guys want to suggest, just to reiterate, uh, suggest anything, jump into our Discord. We have a Lore Suggestions channel open to all of you lunatics. There is no barrier to entry for that. You don't need to pay nothing. Just send us your dumb fucking ideas. Yeah. Uh, That's if, it. If you want to get in touch with me, you can find me at Ethan the Dead Man on Twitter. Uh, we're at Loreboys on Twitter also. Uh, Loreboys.com. That's the website. You can find links to most of our stuff from there. Um, if anything's missing, just feel free to shout it out at us. But like Peter said, Discord's a good way to get in touch with us. Contact at Loreboys.com is a good way to get in touch with us. Oh, uh, we also have an email from uh, the person who recommended we uh, cover this topic. I think that they had mentioned to it, it to us on Discord before they sent us this email also recommending we do it. Um, but Peter insisted that I should read it only on the podcast and not before. So here we go. A blind read of the email. Only because this email arrived when this episode was already planned as the next one, meaning it was just a fun little coinky-dink. <laughs> uh, to, from Haru Kaimurama. Kaimurama. To the magnificent males of Mythos, this is a bit of a short one compared to most, but think of it as an elaborate or, dare I say, unneeded excuse for an email. 
But it has come to my attention that you three were for a glimpse of a lifetime stumped on one of the essential philosophy of our very existence. Who wins in a hentai? As gaining an overpriced degree in hentology, most experts in this area would say the viewer is the true winner of such an endeavor. <laughs> Unless such a video or dujin is labeled under the infamous category of ugly bastard. Then the answer would be no one would win. Anyways, I look forward to the Aaliyah lore at video at some point. Sincerely, your idiosyncratic debutante saucy. Uh, thanks so uh, much. Good email. There <laughs> you go. And of course, uh, if you guys want to get in touch with us, we've already said it, but contact at loreboys.com is the best way to do so. Leaving us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app is maybe not the best way to get in touch with us, but it's something that we'll love you forever for. And if you said, if you recommend us cover something on uh, iTunes, it's the uh, most surefire way to make sure we actually will cover it. Whereas if you uh, recommend it to us in Discord, we'll decide if we like it first. Uh, <laughs> J- Jamie, where can we, uh, where can they find you? Uh, lately, we've been trying to be a little bit more active on the social media stuff. So uh, like I'm taking care of Facebook, Peter's got Instagram, and Ethan's got Twitter. And if you could follow us on all three of those things, you can find it in loreboys.com slash about. Uh, that's be a really cool way to just help us get to the next level because we want to be more active on social media. Those likes, comments, shares, even just starting a conversation um, on any of those things really helps us a lot. So please try and follow us there. And uh, yeah, that's if you're probably on the bus to work right now you could just pull up facebook or twitter right now maybe you're in the shower you could just like get out and run to your computer real quick whatever you're doing when you're yeah. listening you could find time to, yeah. To, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey yeah, that's what i yeah. want doctor doctor put down that scalpel okay yeah. hop, hop onto the pc okay i know you're listening to us in surgery okay just put it on pause he's yeah. he's he's under he's not going anywhere just uh yep. log on itunes leave us a review Talk. <laughs> Toss those AirPods right into the into the guts and just, just get in there. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Um, and for me, you can find me at Pete O'Donohue on Twitter, uh, at Lore Boys Podcast on Instagram. And for this is it's currently early August 2020, where I am streaming as often as I can. I am building Warhammer minis. Uh, I have started a Battle Sister Squad. I will be doing a pair of Penitent Engines. And Ethan has some Orc Boys that I'm going to be building as well. Um, I have some contract work coming up in September. So if you're past that, I'm probably not streaming anymore. But I will do it as often as I can pretty much any time of the day because I like building toys in front of people. Um, And that's going to be twitch.tv slash theloreboys. Yeah, I've been uh, meaning to set up OBS and just stream one of these WoW raids while we're still doing progression. But that, that'll <laughs> yeah. happen eventually. Yeah. Eventually, it'll happen yeah. once you're not no longer doing progression. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, I um, guess I guess we all owe a big shout out to Terry. Um, again, uh, yeah, we have uh, Patreon.com uh, slash the Lore Boys or slash Lore Boys. I don't know why I can't remember this ever. People I'm, seem to be able to find it. We we do have new patrons. People do find it. It's one of the two. Patreon.com slash the Lore Boys. I can confirm right now. Uh, and big shout out to our new um, top tier. Uh, patron uh terry like we said uh two of the three spots still remaining if anybody wants to get in on a couple sessions of dungeons and dragons with us uh yeah boys uh it's one of the tiers peter will send you some personalized custom artwork uh and you will uh have to split mineral rights with terry i'm not sure how legally we're going to do that because we've already promised him full mineral rights uh to jamie's body but yeah yeah well trust me guys terry's been drilling and he's been drilling he hasn't found anything yet but he's relentless yeah yeah. yikes i mean he's a minecraft pro so he knows he knows how to get it you know he knows where to find it uh if you want to support us go to patreon.com slash the lore boys and you can uh, support us there if you don't want to go to patreon because you don't trust them because maybe they're giant fat floating heads who secretly eat people uh you can always go to twitch or you can go to uh lore boys prime which is where we uh we run our own patreon if you will i I think we started doing it first so i think patreon honestly owes us some royalties on all the transactions they make but we're in a long uh long-standing legal battle with them so we'll figure that out in our own time in the meantime if you want to support us just send us some money in the mail i don't care how much money it is i don't care if it's even really money it could be uh, uh toenail clippings it can be bottle caps it could be an old lamp uh send us anything that you have uh you work in a textile factory send us bolts of cloth uh you got old batteries that aren't charged just send us those old batteries that aren't charged we'll charge them up and we'll use them ourselves uh and in return we'll give you so we've been in a jamie's been in a bit of a facebook uh flame war with rorden gamsey about uh the definition of raw meat so he's been working on some sushi and uh, jamie's gonna jam a bunch of his homemade sushi into an envelope and ship it off to you uh, wherever you are in the world so just reach out to us and uh 
we'll we'll get that to you. Rogan Gamsey, I think he said he's using lab-grown meat of some description. I don't know. I haven't seen a picture of him in a while, but I'm starting to suspect he might have a very large he- head and be very cool. <laughs> <laughs> we what we do know, he's got excellent legs. Gordon <laughs> Gamsey. Oh, <laughs> he's very Gamsey. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess that that would constitute a lore boys battle lore angel. My name's Ethan, Ethan and we're goofing around and doing a pod uh, podcast, a soundtrack podcast, sound, pod soundtrack. Yeah, my name. Also... You guys are my all over each other today. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. This is a good soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking at the cameras right now, so I can't see Jamie like start to open his mouth. So I just, I just take that after the one second gap when you're done. I just take. That is my opportunity to go because you're like the tiny one up in the right hand corner. <laughs> no, see, you can't, you can't just hold your mouth open, Jimmy. You got to look like you're about to open your mouth, like. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> one That's of the dumb. principles of animation is squash and stretch. So you need to squash your face before you stretch for for talk. Oh. <clears throat> That's actually interesting. I didn't know about that. Yeah, it's like that booty, squash oh, and stretch. Yeah. You nice. stretch, you stretch it to fit a squash in there. Damn. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 